2: From the new spacious Forever Dog Studios in downtown Los Angeles and the satellite Forever Dog Studios in Baltimore, Maryland, this is Grrrm! And now here's your host Dan and Eric. Hey, wow, well, hi. Oh, good morrow, Dan. Oh, is that Eric Dorian out there in Baltimore, Maryland?
1: Yes, yes, it's me, Dan, your good friend Eric, and I here I am in Baltimore. Hosting
2: this podcast with oh. you in a jolly good way. Wow, it sounds like you're across the pond. Not You're not just on the East Coast, you're across the pond. Oh, dear me, Danny, don't be daft. <laughs> no. I
1: Here I am still in Baltimore, <laughs> Lord Baltimore.
2: I apologize for being so daft back there. Oh, don't be daft, Danny. <laughs> Welcome to Groomzilla's. I am Dan Gill. That, of course, is Eric uh Sir 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 Eric Sir, of Eric, Kensington. Sir, <laughs> Sir Eric of Kensington The Dorian Uh this is Groomzilla's Thanks for joining us once again. We got a fantastic show in store oh, for you this dear, week. Thank you listeners, thank you oh, ever so much. Oh, this is like an English an English tea party and we have the, all the trays of the cakes and the crumpets and we are going to dive right in because this is Groomzilla's, the wedding planning podcast by grooms for grooms and everyone in between. Um, and starting today, we are counting down to one event and one event only. Eric, Ooh. it's sort of tipping his hand to what that might be. Whatever, whatever do you mean, Danny? <laughs> well, whatever could I be? What could I be uh, getting at? What are you, hold off! What are you getting at? <laughs> um, it's it's something called it's something known as the royal wedding, ladies and gentlemen. Harry, <laughs> Meghan. Getting hitched. Uh, I think, the, I believe the date is May 19th, 20th. 20... Yes, ni-
1: 19 May is ni- how we <laughs> say it.
2: Yeah. So, oh my God, I'm sorry. Nin- 19 May, 2017, 19 May. which uh, as of this recording. 18. Which, which oh, right. 2018. Uh, what year is this? Uh, you said 17. I know. Oh, shit. Oh,
1: I'm sorry. Um, oh, you idiot! It's the, it's 2018, isn't it? Oh,
2: where did I go to university? What's wrong with me? Uh, 44 days away as of this recording. That royal wedding is 44 days away. Ooh, oh my it's gosh! Jolly,
1: it's jolly good to count down again, eh?
2: <laughs> jolly good. Uh, so yeah, the you know we just got done with wedding march. That was a that was boy. That was that ever a success? I mean, I'm still people stop me on the street. They're like, hashtag wedding march. It's over. I'm like, sorry, sorry not until next year we'll give you we'll give you more trends because now we're on to bigger and brighter things right because this royal yeah. wedding Eric how excited are you
1: oh i think i'm probably the most excited person in america i would tell you and wow. wow there's no end to what i can care about how deeply i can care about the royal wedding i think i can right now i would say if you were to ask me on a scale of of, of on a scale of nil to ten, uh, is how it, much is it? Zed? How much would it be, Zed? <laughs> <laughs> yes, on a scale of A to Z, how much are you looking forward to the royal wedding, chap? Uh huh. And I would say, oh, Zed,
2: Zed. <laughs> Wait,
1: what? That's Zed. zero. Zed.
2: No, that's zero. No, Zed.
1: no, it's A to Z. Oh, Zed uh, is...
2: well, Zed's also zero. Is it? I think so. I thought nil, I thought nil was zero. We got to get a real Brit in here. We got to get a real Brit in here. No,
1: I'm right. I am a real Brit. I'm right, and well, that's the way it is. <laughs> and that's the way it's always ever been.
2: And and we're uh, we're we're four bells past the hour here. Uh, <laughs> I got nothing. You knew, Lady Di. We should probably we should probably say that.
1: Oh, well I don't think I think I wouldn't say I knew her. I don't think anybody could know. No Di. one could Di. really know <laughs> I think that Die, you know, to know to know Die was to know that you did not know Die. Ah. and but what very I Buddhist. I, thank you. Uh, who I do know is those two boys over there across that pond, oh, those... Wills and Harry. Um Wills. Wills and Harry. Harry. Uh Harry. 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 Which is what Dai used to call me. Oh. Uh, as you know, my real name is Hrair. And and uh like most westerners, Dai couldn't pronounce it and so shoot call me Harry. No, no, and anyway, I got
2: it, I got it. It's Chrai.
1: There's the R at the end. You've forgotten it, haven't you? Hrar. There it is.
2: Oh. Hreir. So
1: so Hreir. long story short, Harry. so long story short,
2: Harry is named after me. You're really saying that H. I think it's, I think it's Ari, like Ari Potter.
1: If, if you're a fucking Cockney chimney sweep, sure, suite. yeah, you All don't right. say, Harry. but when you are, but when you are the Eric of Kensington, you say, you say every
2: H. You say every H. Uh, <laughs> well, thank you for that uh, instruction. And yeah. uh, it's, I think it's very clear. I I didn't go to good university um well, you're you remind me a lot of harry i think
1: well i think the dynamic of this groomzilla's let's talk is, about that yeah i'm i'm the firstborn
2: you're will 100 percent. you're both i'm bald we're both bald we're both we Sorry, both carry
1: I'll... ourselves like we're gonna be the next king yeah and and you're
2: you know i'm a cut up i'm a, i'll 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 get in there i'll mix it up i'll, I'll you know i'll get drunk You'll get
1: drunk, you'll lag behind, you'll start fights, you'll oh, think yeah. Nazi, you'll think nuts. Nazis are funny.
2: Nazis. Um, Nazis. Oh, I remember you remember them during the Blitz, of course.
1: Of course. We beat those Nazis once and now you're gonna make us beat you beat them again with your
2: jokes. We'll defend our little island. Uh no, I think it's true. You're you're a Will, I'm a Harry and couldn't yeah. be more happy because Harry I feel like is the dark horse. Everybody kind of oh. likes Harry a little more.
1: Yeah, but I mean everybody I think Will is I think Will is the move because Will is capable of doing so much more and there's so much pressure. Yeah. On Will because he is him, you know. There's
2: Well, there's char- his dad's in there before he becomes king. Let's not oh. forget about let's not oh. forget about <laughs>
1: Oh, let's shall can we can we please
2: let's uh so yeah that's what we're doing here on groomzilla's eric will probably use this voice for the next six weeks settle in for that um but uh, what, voice? <laughs> what voice boy what uh, voice do you speak of, nothing boy? nothing i'm not talking about anything um, but uh, you know, we've, we've just, uh, just in dipping my toe in getting ready for today's episode, uh, doing mm. some research on the, on the Royal weddings, boy, that's a oh. Trevor of material. And we're going to, we're going to be unpacking a lot of stuff over the next few weeks on the, on the, on the Royal rundown there. I just coined and then, it. And
1: as right, we should, there's only been one other, two other, three other Royal weddings. Four. Well, now... there's,
2: there's been a lot more of those <laughs> in our there's lifetime. In our, oh, yeah. Oh, in Camilla. I wasn't counting Camilla. No one counts Camilla. There was no pomp and circumstance for that one. In our lifetime Camilla, it was Will and Kate. Plus eight.
1: And Charles and Di. In our lifetime? Oh no, that was eighty one.
2: Yeah, no, we I wasn't okay. around for that.
1: I, neither was I.
2: I don't know about that.
1: Both both Will and I were born in nineteen
2: eighty two. Okay um so yeah there's a there's a lot of fun here the crown is on a lot of people are watching that that's going to be our angle for the next few weeks here on Grimzillas. uh which means which means temporarily that's what you're in for is what dan's saying that's
1: what you're in for (laughs) Yeah, basically this is is a warning this is the cockamamie (laughs) slop we've we've heated up in a microwave for you no go ahead
2: and uh skip the next six weeks and uh we're gonna
1: talk about the crown because it's the best damned show on the telly on either side of the pond.
2: All right. Um, but this means, this means that for the next six weeks, temporarily, the Hunk Hotline, which is, which of course, that number again, six two six seven six five forty nine ninety five. Call us with all your questions, wedding related or not. It also is becoming, for the next six weeks, Her Royal Majesty's Hotline slash Hunk Hotline. So if you have any fun royal wedding facts or you just want to gush about Will and Kate or, or their their little boy Prince Henry or, or or uh I forget the what's the girl's name? Charlotte. Or George and Charlotte are the kids. George and Charlotte. Um call in with whatever you want there. Uh it's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm already having a lot and of fun. And there's one on the way. No. What? Yeah, there's
1: a third yeah, there's a third on the way.
2: So you were learning this is God, this this royal rundown is already
1: Pull the chips
2: out of your ears, Dan. <laughs> And that means French fries. (laughs)
1: Thank you.
2: But right now I want to do I Do's, I Don'ts, uh, Truncated Edition, just because we have so much Royal Rundown to get to. Let's do our I I Do's, I Don'ts, Truncated Edition. If you would please, Producer Brett, play that music we love so much. I mean, it gets better every week, as far as I'm concerned.
1: It's so good. I remember when rock and roll first came to London.
2: Rock and roll.
1: that's what it reminds it was,
2: me of, man. Rock and I mean it, it was like uh, what's this Barnaby Street? What's I can't do the voice. I'm just gonna do
1: Yeah, yeah man, it was Barnaby Street. We were up there all day long, man. <laughs> uh, man. Drinking lager Drinking. and a Wixi, and a
2: whiskey drink. We were all mods back then, drink. man. We were all mods back then. All right. Ooh, that was pretty good. Yeah, I can do a little uh, sleepy uh what would that be? Keith? Is that Keith that I'm doing?
1: All right. It sounded like George.
2: Oh, it was a little Harrison. Liverpool. Yeah, yeah. Harrison, yeah. Okay. Eric, I Do's, I Don'ts, truncated edition. I'm going to throw one thing to you. You're going to weigh in. I do, I don't, and then we're going to move on to more Royal Rundown. How do you like it? How do I
1: like it. How do I like it a lot.
2: <laughs> All right. This week, truncated I Do's, I Don'ts. Ro- it does have a royal tinge. Um... Makeup. Now, sometimes brides, you know, I don't want to, you know, cover this with too broad of a a, a paintbrush, but brides can, uh, you know, they fuss over who's doing their hair, who's doing their makeup, and all of this. And uh, I assume a princess is no different. So one would wonder, wow, they must have, her. the queen must have a lot of people at her disposal to help with this sort of thing. Beck and call. Beck and call. Um, a lady's maid,
1: queen's maid.
2: Uh-huh. So, you would think that uh, when Princess Kate got married, she had a lot of help. I learned recently that Princess Kate, for that royal wedding that was watched by millions around the world, fairy tale wedding, guess what, Eric? She does her own makeup that day. Yes. I do Mm -hmm. or I don't do your own makeup at your wedding? I do.
1: Simply put, I do. Because you know who else did her own makeup? Lady Di.
2: Is that true? I don't know. Probably. And this has been the truncated I do's, I don'ts. Play the music. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's what it should be every week. It really should. That's what it should be every week. It
2: really should. Let's move on. Now, Eric, you fancy yourself. Um, you said no one in America is no more is more excited. About this am, royal wedding.
1: Ah, uh, yes. Yes, it's true, and I don't fancy myself anything, but I am <laughs> the first and foremost royal scholar Wow! In all of the colonies.
2: Is that true? In all the colonies?
1: All the colonies. And you're
2: more excited about this wedding than Meghan Markle's family, which is American.
1: Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. okay. I'm on a, I am on a text chain with Megan Wonka's family about the wedding. And sometimes it feels like I'm just texting myself.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I love it when the, when you doing the voice clearly gets in the way of you trying to do the, do your joke and you get too (laughs) excited and you ditch the voice for a second. All right. I
1: didn't that time. I thought I nailed it. That was when I get my, luckily my excited, this is a look behind the curtain.
2: Okay. um, Let's take a peek.
1: It just naturally goes into Maggie Smith, which is a, a blessing. Oh. My excited British voice.
2: <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, that's good. Uh, all right. Well, let's test. Let's put your knowledge to the test, Eric, if you're such an test expert. Test me. Test me. I would like to do something I'm going to call the crown quiz. Let's play those trumpets. Crown quiz coming right to you. Eric, you're, you're, you're good friends with Lady Di. You're self-proclaimed expert. Let's put it to the test. I'm going to give you three questions. Are you ready? I've never been more confident in my life. Well, the first one has to do with your close and personal friend, Lady Diana. Uh, Lady Di's wedding dress had the longest train ever worn by a royal bride. Okay? She's, she's in the books. Longest wedding train, wedding dress train ever worn by a royal bride. Was it? And she did. Yeah, go ahead. She
1: didn't want to wear that dress. It was the queen's idea.
2: (laughs) Okay. Uh, Was it the was the length of the train, which was the longest ever worn? A, Mm -hmm. a ten foot train. B, Mm -hmm. a twelve foot train. C, Mm -hmm. a twenty five foot train, or D, a thirty one foot train.
1: It was thirty one.
2: I'm sorry, but the correct answer is twenty five feet long.
1: No, no. There was a whole bet. It was thirty-one. We before, we <laughs> we had to cut off about a lot of it.
2: Oh, six feet of train you got rid of?
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: And yes, wh- yeah. For what purpose? Huh? For what purpose did you lose the six feet?
1: Well, it was just a better number, wasn't it? It was just.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that you're. So it was like a phantom thread where you were hurriedly uh, putting it well, together no. at so, the end. Well,
1: we said we we need to cut off this um, some of this train, but we can't do it willy-nilly. Does anybody have a, 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 a ruler or a measure stick? Do we you need to cut off about six feet? Do you I said, hold on? That's hold two on, yards. Six, holding six feet. Yeah. I said that's how tall I am. Six feet tall. So there I am, aren't I, <laughs> laying down on the ground next to Die's train. Uh huh. And I said, there you go. And and I remember. <laughs> uh and she just snipped right above my head and i have a little scar she got a little bit of me wait
2: right the princess diana did it herself that's how long huh? that train was she she clipped it herself
1: yeah she's uh i mean how we met was on the basketball court and she she had <laughs> a lot of people don't know this about her. she had this crazy long arms and she was a great rebounder
2: yeah and um crashing those boards
1: yeah she just turned around so anyway yes I was Technically, I'm wrong, but I'm right.
2: Okay, interesting. And, and we're learning stuff. This is what I like. We're learning stuff because you are the expert. Crown yeah. quiz. Even though you got mm. it wrong, you were thinking of something else. I'll let you Even have it. Even though I was right. I'll let you have it. I'll let you have it. I wasn't there. You got the scar to prove it. Question two on the crown quiz. Mm. Queen Ingrid of Denmark mm. was the only foreign queen to attend this British royal ceremony. Which one? Well, that's what you tell me, expert. Queen Ingrid, uh, Queen Ingrid of Denmark, uh, was the uh, only foreign queen to attend this British royal ceremony. The because usually there's a lot of dignitaries at these it things. It
1: was it was Philip and Elizabeth's, wasn't it?
2: Uh, I'm, the correct answer was Prince Margaret and her photographer husband, Anthony Armstrong-Jones.
1: Oh, do you? Oh, do you? Oh, you brought up the wedding that nobody nobody recognizes as a real wedding. Well. I mean, no, do you realize that? Do you realize that in the inner circle? Do you? Do you? Thinks, nobody <laughs> thinks that's a that fucking sawed-off photographer. You can bring up that fucking photographer.
2: Well, most royal families of Europe disapproved of a princess marrying a photographer. So a photographer. Yes. Okay. Well, I'll give you that one as well because uh, you didn't consider it was the way. Uh, poor phrasing on my part. It wasn't. Uh, I do consider that a royal ceremony.
1: And I do remember there being an Ingrid at. Philip and Elizabeth's wedding.
2: Uh, yeah, maybe. She was probably there, too. Yeah. Uh, all right. So you're two for two, basically. You yeah. are killing this thing. Yeah. Um, now, let's finish with question three. This one goes back to our boy, Harry. Um. Come on, Harry. Harry. All right. Come
1: on, Harry. Oh, that was pretty good. That's exactly how he does it in the book.
2: You're a wizard, Harry. Harry. Oh, that's really good, Dan. You're a wizard, Harry. No, it's not. All right. No, that's good. Everyone knows Harry's a bad boy. Okay. Everyone knows that. Harry's the bad boy. But which of the following is not true about Prince Harry and his bad boy antics? Which of the following, I'm going to give you several examples. I got about eight of them. So which of the following did not happen? Which is not a real royal rogue moment that was lived by Prince Harry. Okay, so the first of eight. 2009, nude pictures surface of Harry playing strip poker in a Las Vegas hotel suite. That okay. happened. Okay. 2004. Harry clashes with paparazzi and busts the lip of a photographer outside a London nightclub. That too. 2002. Prince Charles sends Harry to, re-tab for, to rehab for alcohol and marijuana abuse. You don't have to answer right away, by the way. Uh, I got five more of these. There was only one of these that isn't real. No, uh, the, part D. Harry convinces a teacher at the prestigious boarding school, Eton to write his art paper for him in order to pass an exam, which resulted in the teacher being fired. Uh, part E, 2005, Harry attends a costume party dressed as a, not, a, a Nazi. Uh, part F, Harry started drinking at the tender age of 12, had his first cigarette when he was eight years old, and he used to host so many crazy parties in Prince Charles' country house, when he was studying at Eton, that the house was given the nickname Club H as a result. Uh, 2008, Harry secretly serves in Afghanistan with his army unit for a four-month mission. And the last one, 1997, Harry meets Nelson Mandela and the Spice Girls on the same trip. Which one of those is not a real royal rogue moment?
1: Well, he never went to rehab. uh, And Charles certainly never sent him there because I would have, you know, Charles has this... What I like to say, you know, delicately put it in his own way of parenting, and and he would project. He projected onto the boys a lot, and I said, Charles, you're projecting. You know, you. <laughs> you and this is a man, Charles. This is a man. You know, a, a lot of a lot of uh, us Brits are known for our way. You know, we can we can certainly drink a pint or two, can't we? Uh huh. Uh um, huh. And Charles could never even, you know, he couldn't even hold keep down a sprite to be quite honest with you. Uh, So no, he never sent, he wanted to send Harry to rehab, but he never did.
2: Okay, so you're saying the 2002 Prince Charles sends Harry to rehab for alcohol and marijuana is the false bad boy moment. Uh, Yes. I'm here to tell you that that was a trick question. All of those things I just read are true about our good boy, Harry. Wait, he
1: went to rehab? Yeah. For weed and booze?
2: for weed and booze it was more of a, a ceremonial thing um he admitted that uh he had done uh you know that he drank and did uh yeah uh, uh, marijuana and so mm-hmm. to almost to just like scare him straight prince charles yeah. sent him to uh And
1: it didn't work cuz I I remember <laughs> I sat him down I sat him down right after that and I said listen you can drink you can smoke pot. I drink. Uh-huh. I smoke pot. Just do it when I'm around. You know? Right. Do it. You know, do it when I'm in the castle.
2: Yeah. You, you were one of those parents where, yeah, I'll get you guys some beer, but just stay here and do it in yeah. the basement just so I can yeah. keep an eye on you. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's...
1: Because, I, because I don't think, oh, you're a bad, get out of here, boy. That's not going to fix anything. It's going to just double down.
2: Yeah. It's true. It's All true.
1: Fears of anxiety.
2: Yeah. Uh, no, but yeah, it's true. He was 17. His father, Prince Charles, sent him to Featherstone Lodge Rehabilitation Center for admitting to smoking to weed and drinking alcohol. This was a serious matter which we resolved within the family and is now in the past closed. royal officials told the New York Times. Uh, okay. Well, that was pretty good. Uh, you did pretty well. Uh, I tricked you there at the end, so I'm going to give you a perfect score on the crown quiz. This guy knows his stuff. Let's play the trumpets and close the bag. Uh, Great. All right. So I hope you're having fun. We are having fun. Let's check the countdown clock to the royal wedding. It's still 44 days away. All right. Uh, But uh, we're going to take a little break. But before we do, I I just want to tease you a little bit because this week we have a very special guest. Don't we, Eric? Oh, my God. Let's just introduce. So Let's just introduce her right now. You already know because you started the podcast, and it says on the title of the podcast. But... Can
1: I tell him, or should you... I'm? I'm really excited. You're the this. one who got
2: him. Tell him all about it. I didn't get anyone, Dan. You don't. It's Andy Richter. Oh, it's Andy Richter. Holy shit! Are you kidding me? Yeah, Andy
1: Richter. He's one of the funniest people. It's been on television for a very long time.
2: Uh, I mean, one it... of
1: the first comics. I mean, I didn't watch a lot of. I'm not a comedy historian. Hmm. I started watching comedy with Conan. Yeah. That's when I started Same watching here. comedy.
2: Yeah. I was in middle school uh, in early high school. Those old Conans, uh, I'd stay up every yeah. night. I remember being yeah. really sad when Andy announced he was leaving. Yeah, I remember being
1: super sad about that.
2: Um, but, you know, he came back to the fold like the prodigal son. And uh, so it's uh, we're all better for it. And we're this podcast is better for it for having him. So, Eric, thanks for getting that good get. Uh, he's been married for 24 years, so this is someone uh, with some sage advice, and it's worth a listen. So when we come back, Andy Richter, right here on Groomzilla's. Thanks for listening. All right, we're here with Groomzilla's. Welcome back. We're with Andy Richter. Andy, thanks for having us. Thanks oh, for joining us, I I, say. I am
0: having you. <laughs> have me, Andy. I'm having you. I won't have it. All right, I will have it. Um,
2: we are, uh, we're all, the, we're in the midst of getting ready for, here at Groomzilla's, we're doing a big royal wedding watch. Yes. Um, so I'll just ask right off the bat, are you excited for Prince Harry and, uh, Meghan?
0: Um, I do like spectacle and I do sort of, and I like both of them as people. Mm-hmm. However, yeah. you really, it, and it's, it does kind of seem that I, you know, like there'll be people on Twitter that'll sort of be like... Let's not forget what, what a fucking joke the monarchy is yeah. and what a waste of money and what an anachronistic elitist classist you <laughs> know of vestige yeah. of of you know serfdom mm-hmm. uh, of a system that involves serfdom that this all is and it is kind of like yeah I guess but yeah. it is kind of fun But the pretty dresses yeah, yeah. <laughs> The funny hats. The oh, yeah. so many hats.
1: The Olympics is the same thing, I feel like. When every opening ceremony somebody brings up the fact that Hitler invented the opening ceremonies and you're like
0: mm. Yeah. That yeah. was worse. Well, you know, he can't have all bad ideas. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. That's one where I'm like, okay. Yeah. Even a you know, even a even a Nazi squirrel finds an acorn. Every now and then. <laughs> I, went, I went to his eagle's nest, like his house up in
2: the mountains uh-huh. in Austria, and I was like walking around. I'm like, I bet they had some good times up here.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I've <laughs> never been there, but I mean, but the, from the footage, uh, you know, yeah. and the fo- it looks like, holy gorgeous. shit, what a gorgeous place. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: It was like they built it for his birthday or something. I'm like, yeah, I can see like girling on the grill and they're telling some jokes. Right, right. You know, yeah, yeah. A... Oh,
1: real nice. Prince Harry was... wanted to get married there first. I think Buckingham Palace, <laughs> that was mm-hmm. where Windsor, the Abbey, was second choice. Yeah, <laughs> they talked him out of it. This time, they talked him out of yeah.
0: it. Yeah, yeah. I know, and I know people that know Meghan Markle who say she is an absolutely lovely person. Like oh, really? She seems incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And I mean, and it's a real credit because you know when you think about just water seeking its own level. For a yeah. kid like that to grow up in that environment, you just you have to work yeah. hard to not be a horrible asshole. Yeah. Right. So for him to be kind of yeah. fun and funny and right. you know, and, and having good values, like yeah. wow. Yeah. That's great, you know? Yeah. Well he was his mom yeah, his
1: mom ruled. His mom was like really, really cool and yeah, like, yeah. was Right. But in a super fucked up situation, and she did her absolute best. She tried yeah. to
2: keep him grounded. And then, you know, he had to deal with all that at a young age. That that yeah. builds some character, yeah, no matter yeah. who you are.
0: He also just might be, like, a nice person. Just like somebody yeah. that just happened to happened to be in possession of yeah. kindness and good sense. and you know. yeah. yeah. Seems pretty grounded. Yeah, he does. For royal blood. For, yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, there's it, – it. like I say, it's – he deserves to be a much bigger prick than he is. Yeah. You know, seemingly yeah. so. Oh, you yeah. Know? So yeah. many
2: people with much less are. Absolutely. Um, I bet he
0: got an iPhone very at a very young age. <laughs> oh, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> he got an iPhone in yeah. nineteen eighties. His first iPhone was a human. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> I my I just want to say we were talking I have the iPhone 10 and uh, it's very 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 classy of me. I I had a broken iPhone for 2 years. Yeah. So I feel like I earned I earned my way to get right, a fancy right. iPhone.
1: The classiest thing is when you call yourself classy. That's the classy I think that to me is the peak of classiness. Thank you. Thank you. You're yeah. You're I appreciate you it. You it. you you know You're what? And,
0: to recognize that <laughs> Classy. Classy. (laughs) Well, that's me. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Eric and I, Eric's William and I'm Prince Harry. We decided that early on (laughs) um, because we're both around the same ages of the two of them. Right, Eric's bald. I, uh, I'm i a bit of a wild man sometimes, sure. just like Harry can be. Right. Harry gets naked. He goes after the paparazzi. He does. Yeah. He wears um, a
0: kilt more, I think, probably than... than yeah. yeah.
1: Strong, silent. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. That's me. That's Qui- me and Wills.
2: Quietly serves in Afghanistan to keep his... Just like me. Keep right. myself safe. I didn't do that. I shouldn't make fun of that. Uh, was Harry, like, on the front did. lines I think he was. Yeah. I, or, you know, yeah. I think... They had to keep it quiet because they would have been targeted wherever his unit was or something. And then as soon as they said he was serving, they pulled him out because it was a security risk. Oh, wow. I see. Yeah.
1: And William William flew a lot of helicopters, and I don't know if it was like in missions, but flying a helicopter is just to me seems really, really scary and dangerous yeah. on its own. Yeah.
0: And studly. So what...
1: Very studly. Yeah. Oh, oh, super yeah. studly. I think,
2: yeah. Get get me behind the yeah. stick of an Apache and try to tell <laughs> yeah. me I'm not studly. <laughs>
0: Jiggle it. Jiggle yeah. it more, Dan. You know the the, <laughs> the throttle on those is like a motorcycle oh. throttle. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. It's a it's a you have a stick. You have a stick that I think you, yeah. You have a stick that you run with your right hand, and then your throttle, especially on those little ones. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's like on a, you know, on a lever on the side, and right. it's like a motorcycle throttle.
2: Okay, yeah, because yeah. you're probably doing other things with your feet.
0: Right, exactly. <gasps> so it's like it's like you're holding on to two phalli. you know,
2: <laughs> very studly. Like in
0: one is like rev rev you, <laughs> yeah. you turn it,
2: and there's a button to shoot missiles from one of them. Sure, pretty good. Yeah, um, not bad.
0: So you you were, you've been married for a while? You're- I've been married I have to do the math. Uh 20 20- 24 years it was just 24 years on march 18th okay oh okay so you just
2: celebrated the 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 i think that's what is that the 10 anniversary the 24th because i know so it's not 10 the you're coming up on a on
0: 25 yeah 25 is like a silver or something like that yeah Mm. and you
2: give each other silver plates
0: we'll do something i don't know yeah yeah silver strap-ons there you go um See, Which, I, you know, I already have those. So and, I, and you use them ice cold. Yeah, too. no heating those things up. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know there no, was another one. Yeah. No, no, no. That's the whole point.
1: No, it'll fuck if you heat it up. It'll fuck with your core. Yeah. that's why the yeah. <laughs> that's
0: right. Yeah, it it off gases oh, in a very dangerous way. <laughs> yeah. The, so
2: twenty four years. That's uh that's nothing to shake a stick at. It
0: isn't. It's I I'm very. Uh, I, I, I do feel very uh, proud of that. I mean, not in a boastful uh, way, not in a non-biblical way. Um, <laughs> I think but, it's worth boasting. I don't well, think... no, like I a, mean, it's like a workman way, right? Yes, like exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, yeah, ac- absolutely. It's, you know, yeah. it's kind of like if you built a house yeah. with your bare hands. Right. You know? Yeah. yeah. Um, Every single day. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. It's... Uh, it's, it is, it's a, it's a really hard thing to do. And, but, it but in some ways, well, in some ways it's easy because, I mean, there is work involved, but I do feel lucky in a sense in that we still love each other. Yeah. And I do think that there are people that get married and then after a while, they just don't love each other anymore, and yeah. there's an, and and you can't make that happen, right? You know, so I think that it it is a combination of like a real work on our part to to not just go like you know what things are tough, fuck this, let's just cut our losses yeah. and split. Um, there's just there, there's also there's the real foundation of like even even when things are bad and you know and I mean things in in a marriage that long I mean you, there are times when you do think like you know oh I guess I better start looking for an apartment uh yeah, yeah. you know um which is a real bummer but it's just a fact of life it's a reality and yeah, yeah and I mean and I, I you know I never have actually started looking at real estate ads but it but you know but there have been times when it feels like I don't know if we're going to come out of this one you right, know I don't yeah. know if this as the river flows, I don't know if you know this one might this you know the it's river like, might go underground yeah. here or yeah. might like just stop. Yeah. Because your
1: your brain naturally goes there. It's like impossible to be in a place where you're you're kind of like you're you're angry, you're scared, like your brain's gonna fucking yes. go there to like the worst possible right. like the
0: worst, well, drastic, it's, most drastic place. It's fight or flight. Yeah. Yes. And when you're really feeling under duress the, an option that is always there for you is I'm getting the fuck out of here. Right. Yeah. I got it. You know, especially for time dudes. to flick the jet pack, you know, right and get out right. of here. Pull the rip yeah. cord. Um, but. And again, I don't, this is, this is part work and part real, but that it also, the notion of that is also as much as you can get. And a lot of that can be frustration. A lot of that can just be the general sadness of fighting. Right. But the, the notion of, of, of doing that too. And like, this is a combination of work and lucky is it, it makes as much sense. Like, well, I guess I better rip off a limb. Mm -hmm, You know what I mean? I guess I better, you know, like somehow, (laughs) you know, you, you really do kind of grow together in a way. And the notion of, and especially, you know, we have two kids Yeah, and it's, we we have you know it's a real we have a team you know like the yeah. four yeah. of us are a real team and right. and the notion of splitting up the team just seems like how the fuck can you do that how yeah. can you do that right you
2: know? right we built it's this house like, let's not tear down so the house
0: invested.
1: you're so in- invested into the future of of your family and the world like you're brought you've brought two people into this world yeah like, saying that like yeah yeah we we're looking out for the fucking future now. right like, this is it but yeah. it is. All- it yes. also
0: is like it you know it's not even like you know we've built this thing and we owe it to the kids. It really truly does feel like like destroying yourself like yeah. you, you yeah, know for like sure. where you begin and where the family ends, it just it's all very muddled and in a wonderful yeah. way, you right. know in like a you know it's like a very i think healthy symbiosis, yeah. Uh, yeah
1: it's the good work it's like it's work because you're doing the right fucking thing and that is always going to be fucking harder than doing the easy thing
0: yes absolutely yeah
1: because you're aware of you're aware of each other's emotions and you are both like I don't know I mean Drew and I are both weird uh I don't want to throw I don't want to say crazy I don't want to throw that problematic word out there but we're both handfuls and it's like you can you know, say crazy. Mean,
0: I'm kind yeah. of you know. I don't mind. Yeah. I don't. And if yeah. if I, I mean, if, depending on the person, you know, someone calling me crazy, it's like, well, if you mean complicated, if you mean, yeah, uh, interesting, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. if you mean, if you mean like, uh, if you mean, a, alive and awake and aware and. Trying to always constantly make progress and to ask questions. Well, yeah, then that's, yeah, crazy's yeah. okay if you yeah. want to call that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. It's hard not to be crazy yeah. when you're going through uh, things we are um, and just with somebody else there for 24 years. Yeah. So you say you've, but you're still in love, um, but there are these pitfalls and it's a roller coaster. There's the old adage you, you've fought, you've fallen in and out of love a lot throughout a long marriage. Would you agree with that? Or is that always, is the baseline always there?
0: No, I feel like the baseline's always there. Yeah. I think even yeah. like, even when we hate each other, y- you know, we love each other. I right. Mean, it, it's yeah. your family. It's yeah. family. Yeah. It's, That's, yeah. it's like, but, you know, it's like, you know, hating a, a parent or a sibling. Like, I agree. Except it's. It's different because you chose them, you grew together. It's not something that you didn't have any choice in. Right. But in terms of like, you know, like if one of my siblings committed a horrible murder. Yeah. I don't think it would change the fact that I love, I would never stop loving them over that. Right. I mean, I'm actually, I'm estranged from my dad. I haven't talked to my dad in years. And I still love my dad. Right. There's yeah. just problematic. I mean, it, it's a toxic relationship, and right. I had to, you oh, know, yeah. end it. And uh, but I still love him. I like, can't. Right. I don't not yeah. stop loving him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um,
2: I agree. Because I I dated my wife for about eight, almost nine years before we got married. Oh wow. So and and just in realizing, why, why
0: do you think that it took so long?
2: Uh, I she was 21 when we started dating, and you were how old? I was 24. Okay. Um, but also it was a big indecision on my part, uh, about like, you know, where I was in my career and whether or not I was established and where I wanted to be before I had this idea, you know, cause you have this idea built up about, I should be, you know,
0: a provider,
2: not just a provider, but, you know, somewhat established in my, in who I am as a person yeah. before I decide to make, uh, a life with someone else. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it took me a long, a long time to realize that you know this is it. You know, I'm not, I'm not getting any younger. We're we're already very happy together, and like let's just you know start the marriage life together. Yeah. But also it, it you know the 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 opposite of that is we break up, and it's like well it's been eight nine years now. I still love yeah. her. Um, you know I don't I don't yeah. want to unravel from this person who now feels like as integral as a family member, like you yeah. said, or yeah, like yeah. a sibling almost. Yeah. Um. To that end, you got married, uh, 1994. Yeah. So you were Boom. you were on you were already on Conan. You were already I established was. as a performer in I your career. I was
0: engaged. I was. Wait, en- you're on Conan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like okay. to think of it as he's on me. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You know, oh, God,
1: thank you. Yeah. <laughs> that's the way it should be. Exactly. A, that's the way it is in our household. In our <laughs> household, we meet when Conan's
0: talking. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right fast forward fast forward until <laughs> yeah. I talk yeah yeah uh, wait. I'm that yeah. way I believe me that's me too That show doesn't <laughs> yes. really no, get it, should be. it really doesn't get started till I open my mouth you know Nope Agreed Um I agree. Yeah I was uh I was engaged before I got the job on the Conan show oh, uh, Okay Yeah my wife and I we her older sister uh Becky Fire was in a a show called the real life Brady Bunch in Chicago, which is what got me. I was an improv comedy performer in Chicago Mm -hmm. and I performed at the improv Olympic. And then that, and then we had an offshoot group from that called the comedy underground. Okay. And then, and I was also uh, concurrently doing stuff at the annoyance theater, Mm -hmm. uh, which is still there. And the IO is still there. Um, And, Becky was kind of in that same world and she was friends with Jill Soloway and her sister Faith. Okay. And oh Becky God. Becky did an amazing uh Marsha Brady imitation and they based this whole <laughs> show of live live recreations oh, right. yeah. of yeah, yeah. the Brady bunch on stage using yeah. adult actors and not it's not it was meant I, I, it w- it was supposed to be as true to the original as possible. Oh, that's so good! Yeah. it wasn't like <laughs> making like, like it not like, like a anything? funny takeoff yeah. of it. Yeah, it was that's just exactly my shit. Yeah, that's like it was oh, pretty great. That. It was when I yeah. they when I heard they were doing it because I wasn't. The Annoyance Theater was a you know it's a really small little. It was in that at that time it was in a what had been a drag club. That it had started out originally as a stagecoach, like a, you know, like a horse business. So, okay. it was, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it was like- it, livery. The, the original building was, yeah, it was yeah. a livery. Thank you. Yeah. And- like, So, the so it was like all archways are
1: all super tall for like- it, the, for the
0: downstairs horses. was a big, tall, like it was perfect for a theater because the downstairs yeah, was a big ceiling. open area. But yeah. then the above, yeah. there were a couple floors above it that were like, you know, offices uh-huh. or hey, Mao or whatever, uh-huh. you know. Um, but it was because when it was built as a horseman. It was like cu- <laughs> awful with rats, you know. Sure. It was just like yeah, and and it was you know it was just very breezy and very open and. Uh, but uh, when they did that show, I I heard that that they were going to be doing this Brady Bunch show, and I thought that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. That sounds yeah. like and because I'm not, I don't tend to be like I don't. I don't look with fondness towards nostalgia. I think uh-huh. nostalgia is kind of yeah. lazy. Right. You know, I and, love that. and even even as a, as a kid, which I think of myself then as being a kid, yeah. I still was always kind of like, oh, you know, how about new shit? Let's yeah. talk about new yeah. shit. Right, right, right. Um, so. Can I say something? Yes. Can I say something you, that shows
1: up in your comedy? You could totally fuck out. Oh, like, thank you. Could you could totally tell that you're like, it's just like new and fresh. That's it. That's all I was gonna say.
0: Oh, thank That's you. It. No, I no, to me, I my <laughs> I yeah. my basic thing is uh don't be boring. Yeah. And if you've seen it before, it's boring. Yeah. You know, and and there isn't anything really new, but you can trick yourself or something into like just little, you know, little dipsy doodles that you can put on things and little yeah. ways that you can massage things yeah. to make it seem fresh. Yeah. Or, you know. Yeah. Or just plain, or just funny, like gut funny. Is it you know? Yeah. Then it doesn't matter if you you know. I mean, a dick joke. There's always going to be good dick jokes. Yeah. There's just and it's and it's just to say, oh, it's a dick joke. Yeah, yeah. No, but I mean, come on. No, it's yeah. It's a fucking hilarious. Yeah. They're, they're funny. Yeah. You know? Yep. So yeah. they uh, just
1: they just pop up out of nowhere. Okay.
0: Yeah. There it is. Uh, <laughs> I just pointed at you <laughs> like you're here. Uh, yeah. Uh, so the, the, I thought it was the dumbest thing I'd ever heard, and it. I went and saw the first one, and it was as hard as I've ever laughed in the theater. It yeah. was just so fucking hilarious, <laughs> yeah. and because such you, a good idea. D- you did realize, you it made you realize, like, oh my god, I remember all of this. I didn't <laughs> know, yeah. right. but I remember every single bit of this because of sitting in front of a UHF channel every uh-huh. week, like yeah. at, at after school every day, watching this shit. Yeah. That's really shit. It's really bad. That's just there because it's uh, – because as a kid, you're like, oh, this is for me. Yeah. Like yeah. almost <laughs> like, uh, what, this here? And it's it's a trough that uh-huh. you eat out yeah. of because yeah. it's put in front of you. Yeah. So it was really, really funny. And then we all started to kind of pitch in and that night of doing that show uh, was – We did. We it was on Tuesday nights, and we did two shows, and it was a cash cow for us. Uh And then it got like it, you know, they were in the Soloways were in People Magazine, and it sort of was timely. It caught this nostalgia, seventies nostalgia, big in the nineties,
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: So it was, it was, it became something kind of big. But, but I knew Becky, and Becky always talked about her sister Sarah and how Mm -hmm. funny she was and how smart she was. And at that time, she was living in Colorado. Uh, she had gotten out of college uh, and was w- writing for a pharmaceutical firm, writing all their ad copy, ad or copy yeah. kind of, you know, like, Yo. th- you know, the, the <laughs> brochure that went along with the yeah. new drug or yeah. whatever. So really stimulating creatively. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, but I mean, she, be- you know, I she just she got out of college and she had a con- she had an English a uh, biochem major like like you know like a what you, dual major okay and so she took this job yeah and and i think she also was just trying to get away from a boyfriend that she like had to break up with yeah and didn't know how to do it other than just get a job <laughs> in a different yeah. city sorry yeah yeah, girl. yeah. so there you but, go
1: that's one way to do it i but like
0: it i met her i mean i'd heard about her and becky used to read her letters aloud to us And yeah, yeah. And then I met her in Chicago at a bar once, like when she was there with a big group of girls, you know, Becky and her, Uh her crew and met her there. And then when the Brady Bunch went from New York to Los Angeles, because we were, we had, it had started in Chicago and then it kind of went to New York. Yeah. And I went with the group to New York. Okay. Um. And then it went to Los Angeles. And when it went to Los Angeles, she left Colorado and came with us because I think the Solo had this notion that we would create some kind of hippie production kibbutz, uh-huh. that, you know, oh and that we'd t- that take so yeah. showbiz by, well, I mean, it it's good, but it's, you know, it didn't really, <sighs> yeah. you know, it didn't really work um, out that right, way. But, right. um, yeah. but so Sarah, yeah, but
1: definitely, uh,
0: go, no, go ahead.
1: I've had conversations like that with my friends. We're like, "Yeah, we'll just like rent one big house and,
0: uh-huh.
1: <laughs> and share all the cooking." Yeah, and, yeah. And we'll just fucking write. We'll just write for all of us. Yeah, yeah.
0: But there's there, there's a time in your twenties where that's good, and then yeah. it like, and then you hit a day where it's like oh this is yeah. co- get the fuck away from me yeah uh, no I no 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 this is you know yeah you need some kind of healthy distance from the people that you're oh, yeah. working with yeah you don't, at that time there's no real separation between work and play and your yep. life it's all kind of mushed together yeah. And as you get older, it's like, oh, you can't just... Yeah, it doesn't work. Us, you can't do that many drugs. You can't yeah. get drunk yeah. that much. You can't... And you
2: can't be professional about the
0: work. Well, and you can't be around that many crazy yeah. people. Yeah. You know, and especially in a bigger yeah. group, there's, you know, they're all creative people, but there's some you jive with and some that you don't. And yeah. then it's like, yeah. you, you know, you get more selective as yeah. you get older. Yeah. Um, but then Sarah, that's when Sarah and I started dating was it was uh, when we came to Los Angeles uh and and then I got and then we got engaged. I she was in San Francisco, um, doing a a play with a group of people, group of the Brady people. Oh, okay. And I had gone back to Chicago after the Brady Bunch, and then came back to L.A. to do the movie Cabin Boy. Really? And, yeah. Hell yeah. And we got engaged during that time. Okay. So I was already engaged when I got on the Conan show. So I never. I never, and I in in some ways I'm very glad about it. Like I never was single, yeah, and yeah. on TV, right, or yeah. famous or whatever. I right. was always, I was always, yeah, with Sarah the whole time. And I, because I, so I don't know what that's like. I don't know, yeah, h- yeah. I'm right there with that, you. How right that I. that particular coin trades in that. Right, realm, you know, um,
2: but I'm sure it's been in the back of your mind, uh you know uh, numerous times, well,
0: yeah, and I mean, because I mean, there'd be not so much anymore because I'm older, but you know, but the back then, there'd be interns, yeah, like yeah. college girls, yep, that would come to give me a a schedule or something and yeah. just give you the full on you know like clee light yeah. of hi. <laughs> Yeah. And I just would, and then, and to me, it was, I, I had this, just this sort of, like, I never have been one to just think, like, man, I could get laid, like yeah. I'm, yeah. I think because I was raised mostly by women, mm-hmm. I kind of think yeah. I have almost like a more female perspective on the whole notion yeah. of, I mean, I definitely, I want to get laid, Right. but yeah. you know, but you're not, not just probably, on the bedpost yeah, kind of guy. Not, yeah, no. And I never, I need yeah. to be in love. Yeah. I need to be in love. And even like, even the casual sort of sexual relationships I had, I always felt like th- I never had one that just was, Hey, come on, no strings attached. We'll just get yeah. together every once in yeah. a while and fuck. I always would find out later, like, yeah. oh no, she was really upset that it wasn't more. Yeah, and yeah. I would just be like, ah, oh, how <laughs> yeah. does anyone do this? Right. How do people do right. this? Yeah. How do people not be constantly worried about feelings? Yeah, how do people just fucking go? You yeah, know? <laughs> and 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 when the intern, like when there would be like women hitting on me just because. Yeah. I would feel like, you don't know me. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, you don't right. know who I am. Yeah, well, yeah. Fuck you. And also, you know, I'm married. Like, yeah. you know, I, or like, yeah, you disrespect hey, them yeah, for being. have a little bit of fucking respect yeah. for, yeah. Which is, a, it's a different thing if it's somebody, like, if it's just somebody off the street. But, <laughs> but like, if it, there certainly have, are like, in my life have been flirty relationships where yeah. there's nothing serious there, but it doesn't feel as offensive because it's like, no, we know each other and there's yeah. like, there's like some kind of attraction here, so yeah. it's yeah. you know, like okay, yeah, sure, let's be flirty.
2: Yeah. So, how old are you when this is happening? Like, uh, is this right when you start doing Conan? So you're like late twenties, early
0: thirties. You're fresh, uh, like newlywed. S- this is happening. This would have been, uh, ninety three. So I would have been twenty seven. Okay. Twenty seven. Yeah. So you're still a really young, man. Yeah, pretty yourself. young. Yeah, 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 pretty young. Um, yeah. And, yeah, so, I mean, definitely, you know, like, yeah, not so that, like, a 19-year-old hitting on me was, you know, just gross and creepy. It was sort of, you know, it's a little creepy, but it's not as creepy as... It's, yeah, within the the realm of reason. Exactly. So, um, but it was, I, I, well, now, and now it's interesting, too, because now I think, because I thought I, that, that, thing with aziz ansari that you know that that woman Mm -hmm. that told that story about aziz ansari it it just it made me it made me think about how like in terms of my feeling back then of like you don't know me it is kind of like like that woman she does know aziz right like she knows him really well she's yeah Yeah. seen him do a hundred things she's she's seen him do stand-up which granted is a Presentational version of himself, but it's a yeah. real, it's a real divulgence of yeah. of yeah. oneself to to and it's to social. do that. It's yeah, like
1: it's a it's a it's a dialogue.
0: Absolutely. And so she did know him, and so she was, she was on board with getting romantic or sexual with someone for whom she had a tremendous amount of respect, and then yeah. had had you know, like a night of flirtation with. Mm-hmm. Um, and what, but what she, I don't think she realizes like, it's not a two way street. Like all he knew was he might get, laid. fuck you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He might, you, yeah. you seem to sort of yeah. be up for getting laid. Right. Or, yeah. you know, and so it is like that kind of thing that I do. I do think like, if you go into that situation, you need to know in terms of, in terms of n- knowing one another or being attracted to like who a person is. It's a, it's totally a one way street. You know, I mean, you are sort of an object, right? I think to most, to most, and I, you know, it's mostly men to women, but I think it can happen with women to men. too. I think there are certainly famous women that are just like, you know, get over here. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Um,
1: And there's like a, Yeah there's, I've had a couple of those situations and it's like, it's so intense. Um, and it, But it is kind of like, I like, in the moment I'm like, uh, well, it's kind of cool that the gender roles are switched at least. Cause yeah. I've seen like, I've seen performers and comedians in green room dude, like dudes who I've seen him just turn it on. Yeah. That, like, that like, oh, you're charmed my, by me because of course you are, because I'm me and i'm like gonna weaponize it and i just i just see it in dude's eyes yeah and it's so fucking gross like yeah, yeah. It's so so fucking gross yeah and i try to you know i try to speak up about it to, like it's so important for but it's hard in that situation so many times i've just like not said anything because it's like you just know these people and you have a professional relationship with them but yeah i don't know with women i just don't see that and then, like but with women, they just get called cougars if they do that. They have to be like, <laughs> right, yeah, right, right,
0: true, right, exactly. <laughs> it well, it is like I do think I don't know, you know. I mean, there are people. It's I can't really judge. It just, yeah. It's just it's not my. It's just like something that I mean. In some time there, and there have been times I w- was like, God damn, I wish I could just, I could just be simpler about this stuff. Yeah. You know, like especially when I was younger, I just would. I, I mean, now it doesn't matter, but I mean, really. But when I was younger, you know, just to be like, oh, why can't I just just go up and get laid or something? Yeah, Yeah. yeah. or just be casual and not be so fucking worried all the time. I feel the same way. I was always looking. I was always, I was always on a marriage track, whether I whether I knew it or not. And so every time I dated somebody, and in fact, in fact, too. Coming from two divorces, from my mom's divorce when I, my mom and dad's divorce when I was four, and then my mom's second husband's, a very messy, bad breakup over my teen years. Uh-huh. Uh, it raised the stakes so much of of male female dynamic that I, I would, I, I would, I, I'd go on a date and somebody would just sort of, you know, like there'd be a lull or they'd say something that I would think like, oh, boy, is that dumb. And I would just and I would just ch- I'd be like, well, fuck it. We're not. Oh, we're, really? We can't be married. Right. Right. You know, yeah. I mean, I don't think that I thought of it in that terms, but that was yeah. the stakes were so high. Right. And then I reached, you know, I got to college or into college a couple of years and I realized like I'm never going to. I mean, because I didn't I didn't have sex till I was. 20. I think. Yeah. 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 And I was was 19. Yeah. And I just, I realized if I don't fucking chill out, I'm never going to get laid. Yeah. And, and so (laughs) I had, you know, I had to like make myself not be so uptight about stuff and not be so, everything be so fraught, you know, and with importance.
2: The, uh, the, the romance and the rom-com idea of what uh, relationships are and what sex is, I think really messed me up too, because I was just, I, because, you know, I couldn't just talk to someone and have things lead to somewhere. I would just, like, overthink everything
0: when I was that age. I'm like, are we boyfriend and girlfriend now? But also, too, I got lucky and we I, we met each other f- when I was fairly young, yeah. too. And yeah. and uh, And I kind of – I don't know. I just – I never – I still think even though I had calmed down about being serious in a relationship, I – I still hadn't really calmed down and I still was like, and also quite frankly, I got really fucking high standards for who I spend (laughs) my time with. Yeah. And there were, you know, and I, it was, I, there were just like, I, there was nobody until I met my wife that I was like, okay, all the time. Yeah. You know, I, I, when I was younger, there were people that I kind of thought that way, but you know, I, I, but you just didn't connect. If you don't. Yeah, I mean, you and it was, but it was also no too, connect. it was all just like, it was young. It was being young yeah, and just right. being like, yeah. just all that craziness of obs- that obsessive yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. A lot of uh, new stuff thrown out. Yeah. At yeah. At yeah. I, was,
1: I was so, I was like that too. I was like super, super nervous when I was like late in my teens. Like all these dudes were in relationships and, and having sex and stuff. And I was like not, and I worked at a restaurant. I was 17. I was a busboy, and there were a bunch of like, older women who were like 21 22 waitresses that worked at this restaurant and i was just like you know a big doofus goofus and and worried about being not you know dying on stuff and one of the waitresses was like you sat me down and she was like you're not gonna do so well next couple of years but when you turn 22 or 23 you're gonna do fine oh and it was the coolest thing anyone had ever said to me. <laughs> and, it, and, it, and I swear to God, it totally chilled me out. Yeah. yeah. Um.
2: How, how long did you date Sarah before you popped the question?
0: Uh, right. I think about a year and a half. I'm terrible at like a year, you know, probably a year or so. No. Yeah. Not too long. No, not too long. And we even at one point we broke up. We even broke up in the middle of it. And then we got engaged shortly after we got back together. Oh, okay. Yeah. How long were you broke up for? A a minute. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, honestly, (laughs) it was like a minute. And it was, we we were separated too. It was when I was in Chicago and she was in San Francisco. And then she also- The Brady Bunch was on a tour, and I feel like she might have gone on that for a little bit. Like she was in Seattle for a while too. I think, if
2: I'm, I I might be be in the (laughs) nineties. I I I might
0: be misremembering it, but um, but we were at a distance, and actually, I've told a story. We, uh, she was actually no, she was in New York because we all, uh, I'm forgetting a step of it. After we were in Los Angeles. We got a deal with MTV to produce a sketch comedy show, a bunch of us, mm. and we made a pilot. Um and so it was and she was back in New I she think she stayed back in New York and but I've told a story publicly that a it was at a Planned Parenthood thing, but we actually got an abortion uh-huh. and and we broke up shortly after that and I think a a good part of that was the stress of course yeah. of that of just yeah. that whole uh, episode. Yeah. And then we got to plan. Right. Parenthood. Yeah. You yeah. know. Uh, yeah. So, but yes, we did break so what up for saying just. saying is planned parenthood is really, really great. And they. It's help fan, a bunch of people fantastic. Constantly. We all stand fantastic with Fantastic and the notion. Yeah. And the notion to be against it. I mean, I can understand. Sort of. I mean, if I'm being nice, I can. I can say I understand religious people's. Uh, you know, being anti-abortion. Yeah, I can yeah. understand them saying, but but then again, I also can't really. No. I mean, it's kind of like, it just doesn't make, you know, it's, no. it doesn't make any sense really right. that like, that a just a little mass of tissues that you can afford that the same Yeah. Right. As the grown woman that's carrying it. Right. Right. And that and that somehow that within the natural process of creating a human, that the woman's choice and the woman's willpower shouldn't also be a part and a vital part of that of that baby making process. Yeah. It's as if it's as if the woman's decision making. For the people that are truly against abortion, is a, is on a separate island yeah. to the process of how a baby is made. Right. So a woman can, you know, th- like they're okay with her having the. Well, they're not. A lot of them, you know, like the really Catholic ones, they're not even okay with the woman having a choice to use contraception. Right. Which is just fucking <laughs> paleo. Right. Just That's dinosaur. Nice yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just dinosaur stuff. So the notion that you know that a woman. Whether she, you know, uses birth control uh, prior to conception or if she after conception goes, uh, I'm going to use – I'm going to exert my own control over this. Yeah. Uh, You know, to me, I don't – it seems all pretty okay to me. It all seems – and I – you know, and I – like I say, I can give some – I can give people – the benefit, uh, you would know, just say like, all right, that's it. I can understand it's your religious belief that this is, a, that this is a person. But I also but think also. like, <laughs> I, but I also think, yeah, but it's a democracy and and yeah. most of us don't feel that right. way. So yeah. you can't inflict no. that on, right
2: on, on It's also people. just like, you know, you can make, you can get involved in other people's lives, you know, to an extent that they're, you know, doing harm to others or yourself. But as far as like telling other people <laughs> what to do. With their entire life. It's just like, why are you even concerned yeah, with no with other people's I, lives? Yeah,
0: I don't I don't get it it's at cause all. Because they drink too much soda.
1: It's what it is. The sodas, it's the big gulps. It is. <laughs> They're too big. Um you were you guys so like around that breakup part, were had you already started talking back to like the kibbutz and all that, like had you guys already started talking about mm, maybe we need to separate like not separate from each other but like break away from the group and settle down Couple,
0: no now. not couple not down. no we just i think because of the strain of being apart and really not knowing i mean i i had done the brady bunch for about a over a year both in new york and la and then yeah. it ended and i didn't have any money i mean because we didn't make that much money and I was on. I was literally like back in Chicago sleep, but I mean, in the suburbs of Chicago, sleeping yeah. on my mom's couch without yeah. a fucking clue as to what I was gonna do with myself. Yeah. And had been, you know, had this, this notion of like, yeah, I'm gonna give this performing thing a go. And then, and being hit with that first, that first real you know, like like precipice of unemployment. Like, holy yeah. shit. Right. And then, yeah. you know, and then I've just, I always, there's always been something, you know, Cabin Boy came through yeah. at the last second. And it was like, Oof. all right, I'm, I have a part in a movie, yeah. you know, and I'm going to be working on this movie for six weeks. Yeah. Yeah. And a good movie, you know, like a really, like Chris Elliott, uh, you know, was thrilled yeah. to be working with Chris Elliott. Right. Cult and, classic. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Favorites when I oh, thank you. That movie so much.
0: But I went. I so I moved to LA based on that. Yeah, you know, and it was going to be my nest egg. But I mean, all told, I made maybe fifteen grand on that movie because I was making scale. That's not much of a nest egg. Yeah. So I was in. I was in LA. I was living in a furnished apartment in Westwood, and I was in LA with the movie approach it. And I mean I had been auditioning at other th- for other things sure. at that point, but the you know, the release of Cabin Boy coming close and or not no, actually not coming that close uh, because it didn't come out until we were in, a, in New York for Conan. But I was in l a having made a movie, and then I had to start you know, like looking for a real job again. Yeah. I started yeah, to, yeah. you know, and in fact, the day that I got the, because then the next thing that saved me was the Conan show. Yeah. And that was Robert Smigel was the head writer on the Conan show. And I knew yeah. him through a friend and he uh-huh. just reached out to me and yeah. said, do you want to submit some stuff and meet with Conan? And and that caught me. And the same day that I got the call, like within an hour after I got the call that I'd gotten the job and the Conan show and was going to move to New York, I got a call from a movie theater in Westwood say like my the assistant manager position. They were like, <laughs> they were like, you know, like yeah. we're you know, we'd like to come in and talk. you'd yeah. like you to come in and talk yeah. about about working for us. Uh-huh. And I was like, I'm sorry, oh, that's Ooh. great. I have to go be on TV. That's amazing. Yeah,
2: <laughs> that's so true though because I I had this a very similar experience where I was in this movie called The Wedding Ringer, uh-huh. and everyone back in Iowa was just like. You made it. You made it. Yeah, I made what? Well, yeah. Like there, there was this one comedian friend I was walking around downtown with, and he was like, "You know, a month from now after your movie comes out, you, you won't even be able to walk in here." I'm like,
0: "Downtown <laughs> where?
2: Downtown Iowa City, Iowa City." Okay, <laughs> and I'm like, "That's not going to be the case." But you, you can believe that if you want. He's like, "What? What? What do you mean? Why not?" It's like no one's going to even like. It's to I'm, be fair. It's not I made.
1: Mean, to be fair. Most of your relatives that live in Iowa City know who you are. Well, yeah,
2: you. I walk into a bar, people, yeah, yeah. they're just like Danny Boy. And if, you're,
1: if you have relatives in the bar, then you are recognized. Right, right,
2: <laughs> yeah, nothing to do with the with the movie business. Um, but yeah, there is this uh, misconception that like, you know, you're in Cabin Boy. You, why would you be applying for an assistant manager oh, job in a movie theater? Absolutely, yeah, no. You
0: know. we, when we, yeah, no, and I really had the worry that I would be as, like you know, serving popcorn to people while yeah. cabin boy was playing in the same theater, <laughs> yeah. you know, That's oh amazing. God, so yeah. yeah, it yeah. was, and it was, you know, and it, it is a distinct possibility. Oh yeah. The show yeah. that we shot in the show that we shot, the pilot that we shot for MTV, mm-hmm. we, it was such, I mean, MTV is famously shitty paying, you know, uh-huh. low paying Yeah, and, that we were making so little money for writing and creating this show and producing this show and being starring in this show that I really did have a serious worry that I would be like bartending, yeah, and it would yeah. be on the TV, you right? Know? I right. mean, and yeah. that was even in success, right? Like yeah. if they picked yeah. it up. I would just was like figuring living in New York City, yeah, how much they're going to pay us to do this thing? I'm going to need to bartend, right? You know, I'm going to need to, yeah. or I don't know, you know, yeah, deliver food or something, uh-huh. you know. So yeah, no, it's still it's it, it, people people still. I mean, I've been on TV for a long time, and I people still like there's people will uh, especially on Twitter if they're fighting with me if they're like fighting with me about politics they'll go there's some site that uh, oh, is like your net worth oh yeah it is so laughably yeah incorrect right right like so <laughs> like by a quot- by like a ten yeah uh, just wrong <laughs> yeah. in terms <laughs> of like how much yeah. I have. Or things like, you know, people like you have, you know, if it's an g- argument about guns, you know, you, you know, you, you're probably you live in a probably a, a gated community with armed guards. Like yeah, right. In Burbank. Right. No. Yeah. 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 No, I don't think so. Yeah. You know, <laughs> no, I I don't think so. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's the, the gated community stuff. It's like, no, I don't. That's right.
2: There's a misconception that there's not a, a permanent hustle to- uh, Yes, yes. Like once you're on anything, once you're on the TV, you're made. And, oh, it's, yeah. still,
1: and it's still just fucking dumb luck. It, yeah. is, it just always comes down to one person in one room. And you're like, if that person thinks you're funny,
0: then you get that fucking yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. It is, dumb, it, it is dumb luck, but there also is kind of I mean, like- No, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, there uh, well, it's, it's luck- if you go past the threshold of having just the basic ability to do something, you know, yeah. to like to do no, no, whatever yeah. it is to do. No, you gotta yeah. get in the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, then, and to get in that room, you do have like, Tough. you got something or you don't. Right. And and, yeah. it, and that is kind of luck. That's like, a you can learn it, but you also kind of like, you know, either, you know. Yeah, there's the, so many things at play. Yeah, everybody, not, for everybody yeah. that gets on stage, yeah, you know, for every ten, there's like two that are like, okay, that they they belong on stage, right? And then yeah. there's eight that are sort of like, you just kind of feel like, uh, yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah, you know, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. So, uh, just to get back to the marriage thing, to uh, finish that thread, you so you break up for a minute, you said, yeah. and you get back together. And when you're, when you're apart, do you know, well, we, we, this isn't working. Of course I should be with this person. And that's why you get engaged so quickly after you get back together.
0: Yeah. Kind of. I think so. I think so. Yeah. And I mean, and it was really, I mean, we broke up. She kind of was, she kept kind of saying too, like, and this is my, this is also like, this was part of my learning thing. I felt like. I always wanted to be good. I always wanted to be a good man. Mm-hmm. Uh and so that meant uh meaning what I say and that meant taking things at face value and that meant don't be afraid of confrontation and that yeah. meant be ready to talk about things and be ready to do difficult things. Yeah. Um and so there were, she started to I think just I I, I think this is particularly to her, but also I think a very, in my experience, uh, uh, uh women tend to just when, when, the, when they get emotionally shaken up, it, it just spreads to everything in their life. Yeah. Whereas I think men are just better compartmental. And uh, I mean, better mm. men compartmentalize, I should say. Right. And so, and it's, and men are more kind of linear, whereas women are sort of like, I need to just freak the fuck out here. Yeah. And yeah. and if you go like, holy shit, you're freaking out, five minutes later, they'll go like, yeah, I was freaking out. What the fuck are you worried about? Yeah. Like, yeah, I freaked out. Yeah. What's the big deal?
2: I'm not suppressing my emotions. Yeah, oh my exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So. Oh, my God. That's such a thing. That, yeah. That happens here all the time.
0: Yeah. And it's. <laughs> I really do think it's just a gendered difference that you just get yeah. your roll with you just right. got to roll with and yeah. it doesn't I'm, and it's not a qualitative yeah. thing it's just you got to roll with yeah. it you know i think there's
2: yeah. benefits to both
0: yes actually. exactly yeah and, and duh yeah. compliment <laughs> each other you yeah. know like yeah, yeah. so uh, sarah had been kind of like i think we should break up i think we should break up and and it, i started to feel like well if you feel that way and you know and and so i kind of was like all right. Yeah, I think we should. And this was on the phone, too. This is we weren't okay. together. Yeah. And it was like one of my first lessons of like, she didn't really mean that you should no. break up. You right. Dummy. No. Oh, OK. Yeah. And and then she also was calling like she was calling me at like two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. To just yeah. kind of and I'd pick up the f- hello. And then I would just hear like. One or two breaths and then a hang up. And, you know, and so I was like, okay, it was actually my mom and my mom and Sarah don't have the best relationship, but it was my mom who said, I think you ought to give it another chance. I think she just sensed from me like that. I did not want this to end. Right. And so we ended up getting back together and it was again over the phone. Yeah. And, um, and then when I went out shortly thereafter, I went out to to cabin boy to do cabin boy in LA And she was down. She, I would either go up to her in San Francisco, or she would come down to me. Mm -hmm. And it was on one of those weekends that I just kind of said, you know, I, I can't even. I just think I said uh, we should get married or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it wasn't like a plan. Was no, no, no. It was just like laying in bed, and I just was like, I'm gonna marry you or something like that. Yeah. You know, I, I, (laughs) romantic that I am, I don't really. Remember, i re- I remember the moment, but I don't remember exactly yeah. what I said. We That's actually got its own romance. Yeah, got yeah. Its own thing. Yeah, I like, yeah. I love yeah.
1: those
2: proposals. We've talked yeah. to a, a few people in here who have done that yeah. same thing. Yeah, where they're just we, there's a comfortability, and it's yeah. just like let's yeah, let's yeah. do
0: it. Well, she still to this day. She apparently, had, and I I have a vague recollection of it, but when we f- very shortly after we started dating, she said, "I think we should get married," and I was like, "I'm not ready to get married. I don't feel like. I yeah. mean." I'm not real big on, I I mean, marriage is a scary thing. And I haven't had, you know, like from what I can see, marriage is disastrous. So, you know, and I think also too, she says it's, she says going back to gender things that I needed to be the one in charge of doing it. Uh, And of doing the, the breaking up or, the, or getting the, the, the nope, getting of of the proposing of like it needed to be my Your idea like I needed to instigate the notion of us getting married yeah and I'm yeah. not really and she may I, I don't know she may be right but I also just think to me it seemed more like it was more of a timing thing like uh-huh. yeah. we were we hadn't been dating that long and and I and and it didn't seem like when she said it to me I didn't it didn't seem. Like, she really was serious about it, but yeah. I guess she kind of was. But she, you know, she's tough. She's a tough person. So, uh-huh. you know, yeah. she, that's the way she would have done something, you know. Yeah. or like we her- should get married. Like, that would be, like, someone else. That's the equivalent of someone else, like, filling a room with roses, you know. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. So. Are her parents still together? Does she have a good no, experience no, her, with marriage? No, her, She has a terrible Oh, interesting. Yeah. No, neither. We both have different, different experiences with, uh, with dysfunction, uh, with family dysfunction. I mean, hers, um, her, her dad was pretty hostile. Her mom was, is a little bit of kind of like, she's gotten much better as time has gone on, but she's kind of like a Catholic martyr kind of, you know, like, little too concerned with the spiritual and not with the actual. Right. right. And um, so Sarah and her siblings kind of, there's five of them uh, all together. They sort of like formed a little band of wolves Uh that raised each other. Yeah. Um, Whereas for me, it was, I was kind of more, you know, like had a relationship more with my mom that was, that kind of ended up being where the parent child dynamic switched. Yeah. 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 Kind of into my teens where because I I'm smart and sensitive and kinda of always have been and I think she took a little advantage of that. Yeah. you know so she's like oh this kid this kid seems to know what he's talking about yeah i'm gonna ask right him, i'm gonna him. ask him for advice yeah you know good for her yeah yeah, yeah. i mean I it's mean, it, it was it didn't work out great for me right yeah you know my, I ob-
2: mean, my older brother's the same way same way with my mom she once said to him she was like we kind of raised each other didn't we doug and he was like i wish it wasn't yeah, that way yeah. but raised, yeah raised
0: like yeah it's not the deal there <laughs> yeah you know? raised me yeah yeah yeah
1: well my parents my parents knew because we were we were immigrants and my parents were pretty upfront about it up top or like, I mean, growing up, I've been thinking about it recently about the signs that they were putting out or it's like they I remember them telling me and my sister um, that we each other's what the only thing that we had. And be, it was like their way of telling us, oh, we're not going to be able to help with. Yeah, anything, yeah. Because we don't know what's going on. Right. We can't. In our fucking, you know, this country's
0: yeah.
2: fucking
1: weird. Yeah. And then my but my sister ended up raising all of us and continues to yeah, raise yeah. us to this, to
0: this day. <laughs> I just yeah. I just recently met a woman. She's a she's a, a professor at UC. I met her at a political fundraiser. And she's from Chicago, and it was a fundraiser for actually for my brother ran for Congress. And she threw this, she's just like she's an LA person. She teaches at UCLA. She's a professor there, cognitive psychologist. And she threw this fundraiser for my brother because her sister, she's very much, she reminded me of Sarah because she was very bound to her sister. And I was talking to her She's about, she said she grew up in a in a collar community suburb. And she said, yeah, but then in, when I was about 13 or 14, my parents bought a house on Taylor Street, which is the little Italy of Chicago. Okay. And she said, my parents bought a building, an apartment building on Taylor Street, and they had us live in another apartment upstairs. <laughs> Oh, that's a dream. She said, because they were, quote, done with us. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) We're done with you. And she had a sister who was a year older. Yeah. And then like there was like an 11-year-old. Yeah. Like three kids. And like, I was like, well, was it just that you, to get your own space? She goes, no, we had to feed and clothe and get yeah. ourselves to school. We
2: put our time in. We're, yeah. we're out.
0: And, was, and, and oh, oh that God, was, God, an so was. and a Cosby show episode. Oh, my God. It's so funny. And she. Show. Well, and yeah. it just, it's so. crazy. You, you know, grew up pretty quick. My yeah. Gr-
2: my grandparents did that to my mom because she was the youngest. Uh, they were in Des Moines she was like a sophomore or junior in high school but everyone else was out of high school and my grandparents were like all right we're moving to Florida Kathy here's your apartment here's your car finish high school we're out wow that's what
1: our, that's what our kids are going to do to us like yeah yeah we have a kid they're going to turn 9 years old and they're going to be like listen um I- <laughs> I just, I just made kind of, I
0: just made a kind of a lot of money. Yeah, in this, in yeah. this venture capitalist thing. It's really in my best interest. Yeah, if I um, so if I get my own place.
2: <laughs> this is Barry, our lawyer. You're gonna love him. Uh, he's, gonna, he's gonna work everything. I gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> Um, just, uh, just to end on, uh, so we can end on the, your, your wedding and the, some of the details yeah. there, because oh, sure. we, uh, we would call ourselves a wedding potty, wedding planning podcast, the wedding. five grooms, four grooms, everyone yes. in between. Give us your details. Uh, where was it? How many people, all of that?
0: Well, I was on the Conan show and we had to plan it around the Conan, uh, around, around the fact that number one, we didn't have any money. Yeah. and uh, number two, uh, there we, I had to kind of plan it around the Conan schedule. I <laughs> right. mean, I was on, yeah. I was on this show that was sort of always, I mean, especially for the first couple of years under fire. It right. wasn't like yeah. I could take a day off. Yeah. And so uh, we had a week come the way we just, we planned it for, there was a, I had a week off. And and so we planned a honeymoon for that week and we didn't want it. we, we, we were like – the way it would space out was because we were going to get married at City Hall. We had looked into – the only other place that we seriously looked into was getting married uh, at the top of the Empire State Building. Oh, cool. Um, well, I'm, sure that, I'm we, yeah, sure that happens a lot. Yeah, because it – I think I saw somebody getting married yeah. there and that – it put the idea in my head. But then we started like checking into like, well, how much – is it to get clergy up there? I mean, and I, we were looking for just, you know, it could have been anybody. Right. But yeah. and we started looking into that and it's like, oh, that's money. And then yeah. and then you, it turns out you I think you have to pay a fee to do it. If, I'm sure. Or you'll get thrown out. Yeah. Um, so we're like, oh that's you know, so we're thought City Hall. Mm-hmm. And I kinda like the notion of the municipal nature of like oh yeah yeah Me like too. no this is between us and the city yeah yeah yeah. I
1: the same, yeah.
0: it's like yeah. Judi- it's
1: judicial right yep. I, you know yeah. i don't
0: i don't think god cares about whether or not we right I- intertwine our legal you right know, financial right. Invi- involvement with each other yeah i just think like no this is between us and and city yeah. hall so we had to plan it where if you know like where in, we got married on March 18th, which is a Friday. And then I worked the next week. And then the next week after that was our honeymoon. And we went to Belize, which was like Ooh, the mo- yeah. the cheapest tropicalist place yeah. that we could find. And we went to the fanciest resort in Belize, which, because at that time, Belize was still just being, dis- kind of being discovered. Uh-huh. And it was basically, it was beachside cabanas, which were just like cinder block huts Uh it was sort of like a summer camp right but you know and then with like that sounds kind of awesome it was kind of cool it was it (laughs) was it was very low-key and then like and then you'd sit at the the beachfront bar which was just like a you know like a a palapa Mm -hmm. with a bar around it and all the drinks like had Fanta and rum as their base, like different uh, flavors of Fanta. Yeah. And kid like neighborhood kids. It's called fuck you. <laughs> and neighborhood <laughs> kids would come up and ask for to buy them Fanta. So you'd set to sit oh, there. Cute. You'd be buying kids Fanta all yeah. day. But um, so we got married. We planned it. We invited, um, I think we had about 25 people that got on the subway with us to go down to City Hall on Friday morning. Oh, cool. And then we got on the subway again, the whole group of us, and we had a brunch at Spring Street Natural Restaurant. and then I got on the subway and went and did a Conan show. oh wow, and you know, was able to say, like, "Yeah, I got married this morning." <laughs> yeah and then uh and then that night, we just went to we told, and I mean, my, and my parent, like first of all, like my mother was my mother had one of her illnesses. So she was, like, coughing and hacking and, like, looking morose, which I was still under the programming of, like, oh, she's sick. What's the big deal? Yeah. Whereas Sarah's, like, get a load of the fucking ghoul over here. Right. You know, who's obviously acting out because her baby boy's being taken. Making it about her, yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, and, uh, you know, what's going to stand up in court (laughs) She's got a point, right? You know, I don't know, but I, but it was, was, yeah, Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty classic her. Yeah. But, and then, and they're all hopeless and helpless without us. Right. So we had to just go like, you know, like the, and the Friday night we had to say, here's a pizza place. All of you go there for pizza. Don't ask us for any like, yeah, let us just go home and be alone on the night that we got married. Right. Don't ask us for anything. And there was a there really kind of was among my parents like, a, oh, OK. <laughs> oh, oh, all right. Yeah. All right. You know, yeah. like you're not going to take care of us. Like, right. No, no, no. Yeah. We got married today. Right. Yeah. Leave us it's alone. It's actually about us. And yeah. About <laughs> yep. Yep. And then and then the next night. Saturday night, we had a uh, dinner at a little restaurant in the Lower East Side that we used to go to a little, like really inexpensive Italian restaurant called Bonafitis, which was actually, think, I think it was owned by uh, Croatians. Uh, you know, it was yeah. like, cause that's, you know, it's like Italian food. There's like. Slovenians yeah. make Italian yeah. food yeah, yeah, yeah. and Croats yeah. make it yeah. and Montenegrins make it. It's yeah. like Italian yeah. food. It's in the neighborhood. Right, so. right. Italy's,
1: yeah, Italy's right there. Yeah. It's right there. Croatian, Italy, it's
0: right there. Right. And so that was it. We just had, we had like a, uh, it was all very DIY. Yeah. Um, And I do, but I do, I do remember even like we went to Kate's Papery to pick out, we handmade, because there were so few invitations that we made them with like rubber stamps and stuff, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. like in on blank cardstock. Yeah. And just picking out rubber stamps and invitations was a an argument. Like it was like <laughs> a big fight. And I realized, holy shit, if yeah, we, I can see how people had big arguments yeah. over this shit. Cause it yeah. was we're starting out and it's like you're yeah. still you're still getting used to each other. You're still right. learning yeah. like negotiations about important things. Uh-huh. And like and especially when you're, you know, like you're Queenie, like both of us, mm-hmm. it's like, look, I have very distinct aesthetic ideas about what this card should be. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, and yeah. we and we end up doing, you know, we have the That's same your kind first of house. Yeah, first exactly, exactly. And and we have yeah. it with the house. We have, you know, we we actually have over the years become really good partners at that kind of thing. But right. there are definitely, yeah. yeah, there are definitely things like, uh, no, fuck it, I don't want that tile. Uh-huh. you know uh-huh. like i'm sorry i'm just not gonna put up with that tile you know and, <laughs> yeah you know this
2: is the hill i will die on yeah you gotta get used to that kind of <laughs> oh, thing oh man yeah
0: well so, so yeah so it was ours was very like i say very diy and i'm very happy to have had that experience and when i hear about the stress and the trials that people go through on with their weddings and they're getting 150 people there i feel yeah. like it's not necessary. No, I agree. Uh, was
1: there was there a guest list process with you guys at all? Or was it just like your 25, like the friends that were around and they just yeah, like. Yeah, kind of, it was,
0: there was a bit, there was a bit of a process. I don't have a, I don't have a recollection exactly of how brutal yeah. it was, you know? Yeah. Um, that was the but worst But it was pretty, it. but yeah, but I mean, it was pretty much the 20 closest people to us, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And now, you know. Perfect. I mean, you know, now that I'm, now that I'm in my fifties, it wouldn't be twenty; it would be like six. Well, <laughs> you know? Oh, really? As you get older, <laughs> yeah. as you get older, that number, yeah, yeah. that number. I was you gonna know. say
2: it, it probably went to your benefit that you it was so early on and you were so young that you didn't have to spend a bunch of money because you didn't have money to spend and no. you didn't have to invite a bunch of yeah, yeah, you know, cousins and whatnot. Right.
0: Yeah, and and yeah, we didn't have, our, and it was gonna be our own money. No, you like. Yeah, well then you. The start- bride's parents were not going to pay. Okay, my parents weren't didn't have anything to kick in, so right. it was really. What
1: about, what about Max Weinberg?
0: No, Max. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Max. Na- that's not Max's scene. Um. Well, it sounds like you're
2: ahead of the game a little bit with the DIY and like the because we went to the we did the court thing too, but then we also had a party like six months later. But now a lot of people are doing like the restaurant thing. Yeah, and they're dialing it. We've yeah. been reading a lot of 2018 trends for. Uh, the podcast, yeah. but.
0: It- well, we did have, we had a big 10 year anniversary party. Okay. There you we, go. Yeah. We kind That's of, cool. that, and, and we may have a big 25 <coughs> for the 20th, the 20th, we just had a taco cart in the backyard. Perfect. We thought, it you goes. know, like I started to look around at, at renting venues and, and throwing a big party and, yeah. you know, and spending cause shit with, without even trying, you can spend 20 grand yeah. on a party oh, yeah. like that. Yep. Yeah. And I just was like, no. Yeah. Taco cart in the backyard is plenty. Yeah. Yeah. Very midwest of you.
1: Like having like uh having a tighter circle of closer friends, you don't want to fucking go out. I don't I don't ever want to go out. Yeah. Because it's like, let's (laughs) just entertain here.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It makes me
1: feel so old. It's like it was such a turn that I made I was like, I love bars to go out. And then now it's like, what are we gonna go out?
0: I know, I know. Yeah. You do have to be careful and find a balance because I have found sometimes that desire oh, to go. that desire to stay home. I have to. I have to keep a, an inventory and and question myself and be like, is this a healthy yeah, let's yeah. stay home or yeah. is this a you know get into a routine and yeah. Then yeah. You, and you don't it also, move, it's,
1: don't move to Baltimore.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and it also, I I in my. In my past, it's been like it's it's usually that the the healthiness of let's stay home is usually based on the weed intake level. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah. 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 The Uh, higher the weed intake level, I have have to (laughs) add, the the higher the weed intake level was just like, look, let's just be honest. I don't want, I just, (laughs) I don't want to go out and have things expected of me. Yeah, right. You know, I don't want anyone to expect. Conversation or yeah. entertainment. I just want to be high at home. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I I remember. Yeah, because there was a time
2: where I would like to get high and go out, and that was fun. And then it just turned Ooh. on me, where I was just oh, like, no. Oh no, oh. I can't. No, no, this is a terrible idea. Oh,
0: absolutely, and it's and the notion of like. Hey, you could go out with those people that you love, but I mean, really, you've heard everything that i am saying. <laughs> it is, and it is—it yeah.
1: is literally the golden age of television yes, right, now. I yeah.
0: know. right now. and that's yeah. what well, that's what and I was weed. getting at. It's like <laughs> go <laughs> go and weed. weed, exactly. It's a one-two punch. Yeah, but <sighs> you know, the notion of like go out with those people, yeah, or stay home and you know, wh- and forget golden age television. Watch yeah. Antiques Roadshow. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. It's like you know what—that sounds kind of good. Really,
2: yeah, I'll, uh, maybe I'll maybe I'll clean the
0: closet right. or something. Get some organizing I mean, I, done. I set up this room. I bought this couch. <laughs> yeah, this couch is really nice. Yeah, like, right. I was very yeah. particular about. I didn't. We didn't just order this off the internet. We yeah. went and we found a really yeah. nice. You know. Oh, yeah. Right. That's that's also the best when you force yourself to go out. Uh,
2: When you didn't want to, and then you're just out, and it's just like, oh, this is this was the wrong turn. Oh yeah. You guys want another round, or what? What are we doing here? It's just like, why are we out? Yeah. No one's enjoying this. And you're
1: already with the person that you want to be with more than any other person. Yeah. You you know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting mad. (laughs) (laughs) I'm getting mad. I'm getting so mad. I'm gonna storm out of here and go to another room in the same house. All right. Well, uh is
2: there any words of advice you want to leave us with here about your since you're such a, a veteran of the of the institution?
0: Uh I my mantra with interpersonal relationships is work for peace. Yeah. When when you say stuff, when you do stuff, what's your point? Right? Yes. What's your point? Are you trying to win? That's or, my are you problem, trying, yeah. or are you oh, trying to, or are you working for peace? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I say that to my kids. I say that to my, you know, my son sometimes will be a little mean to his sister. And I have said to him, are you on her team or are you against her? Right. Yeah. Like wh- whose team are, are you on her team? If you're on her team, why would you say things like that? Right. Her? And there's not an answer to it. No, no. Nope. You know, because it is it's the if you love this person and you're mad at him, okay you're mad at him you can say i'm mad at you yeah but but to just make him feel bad because yeah. you yeah. somehow will feel good about that what, what is yeah. that what is that equation yeah. do you really feel good about that yeah
2: well that's the thing you usually the things that i regret the most were come from that place of just like you know what just like trying to smack someone down yeah, in trying their to hurt place. somebody yeah because yeah, because it's like
0: you're yeah. hurting fuck me fuck yeah. you you know yeah, yeah that's that 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 dynamic of fuck me no fuck you yeah yeah is the source of most pain in the world yeah you yeah. know yeah Ugh. well, I like that uh, that's how you get into trade wars with China that's right. Jesus. All right. Oh. Andy, Andy, and you anyway. you sitting yeah, like, on a pile of aluminum too. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good
1: song. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a really good, that's a that's a rock anthem. <laughs> sitting on a pile of aluminum. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, and you're the best. Yeah. That's Thank the, you, Eric. That's Mayor. the best. That's the best thing to finish. I think, like, I think that that is. What are you trying to do with, with that statement? You know, yeah. like,
0: what are you trying to? Yeah. Are you with us? What team are you on, man? Yeah. yeah. I, I love that. It's pulling the same direction. It. And it's a and it's also like it's the seed that grows into everything you do. Like yeah. from from like from the conversation that you're having with the person you care about to what you're gonna do in the world and you know, and like what, what your whole life will mean. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. it's it's the cellular the cellular identification of your entire life is, is yep. what you're doing in that moment towards the people that you love. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
2: Fuck. Yeah. Yep. Andy Richter. Fuck yeah. Thanks All for right. joining us on group. Sure. Happy to do it. Thanks, Andy. Well, there you go. There you go. There you
1: go. Andy I Richter. Could, one and only. I could talk, I could talk to that man for, for like four or five days straight
2: uh yeah yeah he was bringing some stuff to the table just now i yeah. don't know if you were listening um but
1: uh, that was uh, i was not i was not listening
2: but it sounded like yeah my headphones went in was, and out so i was just nodding and he was right here in front of me but i still couldn't yeah. really i actually don't even
1: know who he is and uh sandy like-
2: was his name sandy sandy? <laughs> was that sandy oh i'm gonna make fun of his name after <laughs> sandy dictor is it um no that was amazing and and Honestly, all that stuff about, uh, we were talking about um, being married, you know, mm. before he was a known quantity and, uh, mm. be you know, having the, the women coming up to him, that's such a fascinating topic for me because I feel like, uh, especially people in this business, that's why I think people hold off on getting married because they think, well, once I make it, I can't have, like, a wife because I'm going to be just drowning in women. Yeah. Um, so I always like uh getting a And also it's
1: I, yeah, and it's hard for it's hard to juggle it cuz this thing of ours yeah. demands an insane amount of you get what you put into it and you people put in everything Yeah, and then when you and put it in everything there really isn't yeah, yeah,
2: it's easier to do that when you're single, yeah. Yeah. And it's hard to find a balance when you are partnered the fuck up. Hell yeah, dude. Um uh, but then you realize you got a support team back home, and you can rally as hard as you want, right? Is that what you realize? I thought you, I, I thought you were gonna break in the song. And, uh, then you reali- and then you realize. And then you realize. And then you realize. Queen bitch, David Bowie. Hey, that'd be good for the royal, the royal rumble rundown that we're doing. Uh, she's a queen. She's a queen. Down, 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 down. All right. Thanks for joining us on Groomzillas. And don't forget all, oh, well, not month long. we got six weeks here, 44 days away. We're getting our Royal Rumble on. So please call that number, 626-765-4995. Let's dish, because Eric knows it all, don't you, boy? Test me, I dare ye. <laughs> all right. Thanks for listening.
1: Thanks, listeners. I love you, Dan. Bye. I love you. Bye. Forever <coughs> Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. <coughs> Executive produced by Dog. Brett Boehm,